Welcome to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine produced by members of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. This show is written, produced, and broadcasting live from Huchin, Ohlone Territory, known to sellers as the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay, area. We're going to be celebrating the legend Tupac Shakur, and we got so much in store in this show. We got live performances we got interviews we got even two special guests from kpfa we got all that yeah <laughs> it's about to be late <laughs> so we're going to hear some poetry we're going to talk to greg bridges we're going to talk to ricky vincent and i am your host along with my boy radio shack and let's get it started let's get it popping what we got So good evening, everyone, and welcome again, and welcome to Full Circle on 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, streaming on kpfa.org, and also make sure to follow us on the Instagram and on the Facebook and catch updates on this show and future shows. And this show is called All Eyes on Him, the Tupac Tribute Show on Full Circle. And tonight we celebrate the legend, the iconic Grammy-nominated rapper, actor, fashionista, and to me, the most influential rapper of my time. And today marks 23 years since his death. And he would have been 49 if he was still alive today. And it's crazy to think about, right, Eric? Because right. we're both 25 now, and that's when he passed away. Right. And he did more right now for the culture that will right. always last forever. And it's truly legendary. And he's meant a lot to me and for rap music as a whole. And his music is still culturally relevant today in 2019. Right. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Like, what did he mean to you, Eric? Tupac, to me, he represented everything. Like, he represented the voice of the the urban streets. He represented... Actually, he represents a lot like me in 2019, just the struggles of being an African-American man and, you know, just trying to navigate through everything. And his music, I still bump his music to this day. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my favorites is Keep Your Head Up. Yep. That's that's definitely one of my favorites. I Ain't Mad At You. You know, these new rappers, and we ain't going to say no names, but, you know, these new <laughs> rappers, you know, they booty considered, you know, what Tupac had to offer you know at 25 years old that man was something incredible and impeccable and can't nobody touch him period no you're right you're right so we're about to get right into it we're we about to get lit this friday yeah. you know yeah, if, right. if you're on your way to the track if you in traffic and you're on your way to somewhere turn this up bump this up this the tatiana remix with tupac sorry Blueface. Depend on me like the first and fifteen. They might hold me for a second, but 
they both won't get me. Save money, bring dips, just get bring lies. One year to get jealous of the phone. Depend on me like the first and fifteen. They might hold me for a second, but they both won't get me. Have you really thought about your part in this participation? My yeah. prediction, bloody murder, similar administration. Now, in fairness, the conversation. Cause it's your face, so take the time to contemplate what you'll be facing. Talking that hip hop shit, shit don't get shot. Cause you can tell, holding your clip to eat pop, dick the clips. And prepare for the up for in death blow. Cause every rapper in the industry is history, is death row. Not bad boy, you're the west side. So I'll make yeah. it down before the rope, just like the muffins fall off. The intricate designs on my lethal lines, criminal rhymes. From the minds of a thug, shaking state time, take it to the next phase. You had your time. I'm a talk bitch, now bitch, I'm just, just getting checkmated These days, look up for them talking bitch Turn snitch when you see them, they ain't talking about you The feds is watching, sitting, plotting to get you Will I survive, will I die? Come on, let's picture the possibility Giving me charge, lawyers making a grip I told a judge I was raped wrong And that's why I blame If she was hyper as a kid, cold as a teenager On my mobile calling big shots On the scene, major packing hundreds in my drawers Off the law, this nigga off with a passion I'm living rough and raw, catching cases at a fast rate Rolling in the fast lane Hustle till the morning, never stop until the cash came Live my life as a thug and up until the day I die Live my life as a boss player Cause even getting high And it's got me tossing ish I put the top down Now it's time to floss my ish Keep your head up And nigga make these I'm gonna suffer Up in the bins burning rubber The money is man West side <laughs> No buildings, you know what I'm saying? Let's build houses or no more polo games. Let's build houses for poor people. You know what I'm saying? Or look, okay, I know you're rich. I know you got 40 billion dollars, but can you just keep it to one house? You only need one house. And if you only got two kids, can you just keep it to two rooms? I mean, why have 52 rooms and you notice somebody with no room? It just don't make sense to me. It don't. And then these people celebrate Christmas. They got big trees, huge trees, all the little trimmings. Everybody got gifts. And it's somebody starving. And they're having a white Christmas. They're having a great Christmas. Eggnog and the whole nine. That's not fair to me. Sir, yes, sir. Welcome back to Full Circle. And we're on 94.1. So check us out. And that was the Tatiana remix with Tupac and him talking a little bit about Donald Trump and also talking about, you know, some of the stuff that's still going on today as far as like, you know, homelessness. Mm -hmm. We got so many homelessness in the Bay Area. It is ridiculous and nobody is really talking about it. And Pac was, you know, was one of the real people to to really talk about that subject and not really care about what anybody else had to say. And that's why I adore and love Pac because he kept it 100, period. Yeah, and that was a really interesting piece too. That was, you you edited a lot of that song, didn't you? I did. <laughs> I did. That was a lot of editing. Yeah. But um, at the end of the yeah. day, but at the end of the day, it was worth it because yeah. that was that was something that I wanted to put together, you know. And you know, for the young kids that's out there that yeah. only know Blueface and yeah, Blue yeah, Punk yeah. Yeah, and all of these, you know, mumble rappers. You know, <laughs> if Tupac was still here, he would have ate it up. Period. Yeah. Like on these new beats, he would have ate it up. He ate it up in the '90s. So just imagine if he came in 2019. Yeah, that was a nice joint that you put out there, man. That was good stuff. Uh, so now we're gonna go into another song too. We're gonna get a little slower, a little slow with it now. With a little bit of John B and, and Tupac. Are you still yeah, down? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I definitely wanted. I I, I made sure uh-huh. to. I was like, yeah, Shaq. this was your this was your song. I was like, that you yeah, had to get I was like, here. Shaq, we we definitely gotta put this in here. The reason why I wanted to put this in here is because 
actually, uh, for a lot of people who don't know, John B. was the last artist to work mm-hmm. with Tupac before he died. Yeah, yeah, he was. And I'm not going to really, you know, talk a lot about it because there is, we have a clip that goes more into detail about that. But, you know, for those who don't know who John B. is, he's an R&B singer. Mm-hmm. And this was actually one of his biggest hits um, yeah. with Pac. It's called Are You Still Down? And his album actually went double platinum mm-hmm. um, due to this song. So we're going to introduce this next piece. Um, it's coming from the Unsung documentary. And this is John B. talking about his collaboration with Pac before he died and how it all came together. So let's check this out. Get into it. Okay, so why would they let you put it out? Well, they were very concerned about the fact that we were two completely different artists. Uh, I had this sort of like real clean, you know, lover's boy kind of vibe, you know, uh, romantic R&B dude. And then you had, you know, Tupac, you know, dead life, you know what I mean? (laughs) And how are you going to mix these two vibes and make, you know, he just came off of... Someone to love with featuring Babyface and, and Pretty Girl, and uh, you know we c- we can't really grime his image up too much. That's what they they thought. And I thought, well, that's not really what it is. It's, this is me doing this. This happened for real. This is like a collaboration that happened for real. Mm-hmm. And this this is what's happening out there in the world. People are running into each other and they want to collaborate. And whether it makes sense to you or not is is not the issue. You know. This is something that's going to make sense in the future. But y'all got to let this happen, you know? And um, so they, they sort of like, were like, all right, we'll, we'll put that in the way. We'll see, we'll see. And then he died. Yes, sir. 
Welcome back to Full Circle. That is 94.1. And catch us on that streaming on kpfa.org. And also check us out on that social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, First Verse Media. And that was the John B. record, uh, Are You Still Down, featuring Pac, which reached number two on the R&B charts back in 97. And we're going to keep this rolling and keep it moving. And um, Radio Shack, it was up. So... We got this live performance. Mm-hmm. Like so we when we decided to do this show, I knew I had a vision. I wanted to include something live to make it feel like he right was there. still kinda yeah. here, you yeah. know? So the next record that we finna get into, <laughs> this was a lot of editing too. <laughs> this was a lot of editing. But at the end of the day, I wanted this song and I had to make sure that this song was going to be included. And actually, um, for those who are into fashion, I'm going to be doing my debut fashion show in Oakland. Uh, It's called Urban Couture. Uh-oh. Yes, you better yes. promote yourself right now. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you better promote yourself. We got a we got a fashion show. It's called Urban Couture, and it's going to be at eight o'clock. Get those tickets at brownpapertickets.com. and we're actually going to be performing this song um, tomorrow night, and and I'm actually going to be in it. So check me out. So it's this is a live performance. It's Turn your actually, radios up, right? Blast this. We about to fit. We finna get turned up in here. Um, this is the live performance of two of America's most wanted. This was his last performance and at the house of blues in 96 so turn this up blast this up two of america's most wanted featuring snoop dogg let's get into it 94.1 kpfa listen to us yee i'll tell you straight i ain't want to f- that fat bitch no way yes, I but you know fight. that's the secret to war he my enemy so she looked all right watch your back <laughs> watch my back Keep my hand on my gun, cause they got me on the run. Now I'm back in the cold room, waiting on the outcome. Free two block is all that's on it against mine. But at the same time, it seems they trying to take mine. So I won't get smart and get defensive and shit. And put together a million marks for some gangster shit. Now they got a place to multi-millionaire. Let's catch a case. Run it. Get ready for the program. This is about to go down. Me and Snoop about to clap. I'm using my religion. I'm bitches on the school pigeon. You might be deep in the game, but you got the rules missing. Niggas be acting like the shit. And I think I got a black demo But my dream is to own a fly casino Like Bugsy Siegel And do it all illegal And get scooped up by my young homie in the Regal uh, It feels good to you baby bubba You see, just as for the G's and the key Check it out The follow as we ride The rest who are the best on the west side Come make it famous It's been time for years So how can they blame us? I live in fear of a felony I never stop telling you Give me 50 feet, 
double dose like Blood, blood, gang banging Everybody get a party doing dope slanging You got to have papers in this world You might get your first chance before your eyes burn You're doing this job every day And then you work so hard that your hair turn gray Let me tell you about life and about the way it is They say we live by the strap, we die by the strap We not the with my block So now I got a double play floating in my black bins All I do is show it down Welcome back. You are listening to Full Circle 94.1 FM on KPFA. And I'm, I'm with Dat Boy Media, Eric. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm your, one of your hosts, Radio Shack. And what you just heard was two of America's most wanted live. And that came from the iconic double rap album, All Eyes on Me. Which went diamond. That means 10 million albums sold in the U.S. alone. Your favorite can't even touch that. Just saying. <laughs> you touching some nerves out there. <laughs> well, I mean, we playing real hip hop. Oh, yeah, we are. We you are. We're not, we not, we not playing kid hip hop. No. So for those this who are. This is yeah, big boy hip hop. For those who are like seven and under, we, yeah, this is not for you. Like if you were not, if you were not born like past 95, this ain't for you. So why did you like this song? Like why was this song specifically had to be on here? Well, it's funny because back in when we was in, when I was in sixth grade, me and my friend, shout out to my uh, friend Josh, we went to Grant Elementary School and this song came on and we was like, we going, we going to a gangster party. So ever since then. That song reminds me of that time back in sixth grade. We were, in, in sixth grade, we thought we was going to the gangster party. <laughs> and but yeah, that's that's the reason why I picked that song. And also for those who did not catch the event that I just promoted, the Urban Couture is going to be at fourteen twenty eight at the Malonga Castle Lord in Oakland. Just to let y'all know. And shout out to my coworker Becky for "Are You Still Down?" She likes that song. Hi, Becky. <laughs> You are just promoting every little thing out there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But come on, Shaq. Let's let's get into. Well, now, this is now we get into the like a different part too, about his acting oh, that's career. Right. Yeah, that's his, right. His hidden acting career, or right. his, his really underrated acting career, because right. he was a really seriously like probably a really great actor. Right. Honestly, in like the movies he did, from right. Juice, right. To the, move, to the clip you about to play right now, he was right. really good. Yeah, he better than Drake. In my personal opinion. <laughs> but we're not going to go there. We're not going to be that petty. <laughs> so I choose. The, you better not get those Drake stands up on us. <laughs> well, I want them to call. You want the phone number? The phone number is 510-848-4425. So if you want to call and give us like, no, you know, Drake opinion, stands do not call us. <laughs> we we leaving. I'm going to be out. Well, we playing real hip hop. So, <laughs> But anyway, like I said, um, we're going to get into this clip. This is with him and the iconic Janet Jackson. And mm. we, we definitely wanted to um, explore different avenues and, and different aspects of Pac's life because he was more than just a rapper. And this is like the iconic cult culture uh black all-time movie poetic justice let's just get into it it's so funny y- y'all gonna crack up because i know i'll be cracking up i was cracking up while editing it let's get into it poetic justice 1993 tupac and janet 
intimidate me, but it made me, like, really want to kiss her, you know what I'm saying? Because... <laughs> You know, he gonna try to give her a kiss as soon as it's cut anyway. So let me do mine so I know he can't do his. I was kissing like I wanted something from him. You know what I'm saying? I was at home, I was at home practicing with 30 wives of bubble gun. She gonna get it. All eyes on him? Yeah. And well, that was 1993 Poetic Justice with Janet and Tupac. And I added a little from the uh, from the 1993 Arsenio Hall um, from what you just heard from Tupac speaking on his experience with kissing with Janet Jackson. But Radio Shack, you want to introduce our next guest? Yeah. So we now have two of our live guests here with us. We have Greg Bridges. From Transitions on Traditions. And we also have Ricky Vincent. On the History of Funk, both on KPFA. Welcome What's to the up? show. Welcome to the show, you guys. Hey, hey. Happy to be here. All right, all right. So, Ricky, I know that you have, like, some type of connection with the uh, digital underground and before Pot kind of made it famous. Like, tell us a little bit more about that, that connection that you have. Well, that was way back in the day, and I was at uh, CalEx Radio getting started, College Radio, Cal okay. Berkeley Radio Station, and um, it was underground. It was do it, do it, do do what you like. That's what it was, mm -hmm. and you could sort of mix any way you wanted. And KPFA does that, but most of the KPFA DJs are are lifers. Greg Bridges can speak to that too. You know, we live our life doing this stuff. CalEx. You just show up and and just and just freestyle it, and so I was doing a real f 
kind of out of out out to lunch funk show, and this uh, guy named Atron Gregory approached me and said, "I have this group called Digital Underground. Uh, they don't have an album. They're not signed yet." But they do this record called Underwater Rhymes, which is a P-Funk connected type of song because mm-hmm. Parliament Funkadelic did a whole underwater album one time. And and so Shock G from Digital Underground took them underground, uh, took them underwater. And so Shock G was on my show. Um, and shortly after that, they got signed to, what was that, Delicious Vinyl? What were they on? I, they were, they got signed to a major label, and they did do what you like, and that character and do what you like. Everybody wondered who was that clownish guy, and he just said, "Uh, that was Humpty Hump," and that became Humpty Hump. And so they made a song about Humpty Hump. They had finished the whole album and added Humpty Hump to it. Okay. And um, Digital Underground was a real. It's kind of rare, but they were a versatile rap group. Just mm-hmm. uh, you listen to an album, they got some serious, I mean, serious public enemy, serious type stuff on there. Yeah, right. But then they have a lot of clown stuff, which yeah. that gets all the hit, all the radio hits. Right. But they had a uh, they had a real range, a whole variety, and um, and people in that group kind of came and went. Um, there are a couple core members, Money B, and of course Shock G, who's also Humpty Hump. Uh, but some people came and went. And there are folks behind them that supported them. And Atron approached uh, Shock G with, you know, there's this unknown guy, but he's got multi-talented. He's like a, a dancer and a performer and a rapper. And he does all these things. And he's just, he's just on the move. He's an activist. You know, could you bring him in the group? And Shock G did, didn't know heads or tails from this guy. Um, but... Uh, Young Tupac Shakur signed on and just was a roadie. He right. just did, you know, moving gear around and and did whatever was necessary on the road. And he ate that up so quick, he was ready for the next next level. And that's one thing about Pac. He was always hungry to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. He he was always in the studio. His albums took no more than two months to record. He, he, he was, was he on was it. on it. So it, it didn't take him long. So the next recording that Digital Underground did, it was a EP called This Is an EP Release and it had a little cartoon cover and that's um, Shock G drew that. He, his, his name is Rackadelic if you see his his work. Right. That's why we, we heard from him uh, last week because he called in our show because we were talking about the album artist for Funkadelic. His name is Pedro Bell and Shock G was influenced by that as an album artist. And I'm saying this because Shock G and Tupac were both beyond rappers in their talent level. They did all kinds of things right. and that that's what made their rap even better because mm-hmm. they could touch on things and not just touch on cool words but touch on whole things they're living um and so that that's just how how it came about and i remember i was kind of hanging with those i met tupac one time okay how was your how was your experience um well, he had a he had some lady on his arm who was occupying <laughs> most of his time, and uh, so we it, all know that. Yeah, it was just more of the, how you doing. And Shock Shock D was like, "Yeah, this is Ricky Vincent, the Uhuru Maggot, the Funk dude," and you know, and you know, Tupac he recognized you know that I, I kind of had a whole a whole program besides just being a DJ. You know, I had something I was going on, but. Um, you know, other than that, it was like, oh, that's that new guy who's coming into the group that's going to make a jump 
And before I knew it, uh, all around the world, same song was okay. what was happening. And then at, by, the, by the time Humpty hit, the industry was calling them. They didn't have to call the industry. Industry was calling them. They said, "Look, you know, will you be in this movie? Will you be in that movie?" And uh, and so that's why they wound up in a Dan Aykroyd comedy movie called um, "Ooh, I forgot the name of that." But that's where same song was the video in that movie. Um, and very shortly after that, it was uh, Tupac was ready to rock. Okay. And Shock G produced a lot of that first album, so yeah. it's not like he just stuck his toe in and left. Yeah. They were pretty tight musically for what they wanted to do, at least for the first year or so. Okay. And then, as we know, Tupac took her to a whole other place. As we're celebrating his 23-year anniversary, what, in one word, what is the word that you would describe Tupac? That's a big question, but you can sort of simplify and say he was a renaissance man. He had, that's a word that it, somebody that is uh, on top of all kinds of arts, on top of knowledge, politics, everything. Uh, what they say with that commercial, the most interesting man in the world. Right. It can do every. So, uh, you know, because Tupac could, could spit game in, at every level. You know, industry-wide, street-wide, activism, revolution, you name it. And uh, so he's a renaissance man. That's how I see him. We're going to go move on to our next guest, Mr. Greg Bridges. And tell us something about Tupac that, you know, what's like a favorite song of yours of Tupac? Man, one favorite? <laughs> yeah, if you, can, if you can label it I, down to one I, I, I song. I can't narrow it down to one well, um, since you Mr. Greg Bridges, I give you two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was, um, my listening leans more towards Tupac's revolutionary and community side. You know, songs like uh, Brenda's Got a Baby, Keep Your Head Up, things like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, things that mm -hmm. touch me. Um, you know, Ricky was, was talking about, you know, Tupac's... Uh, evolution from from roadie to eventually having his own his own thing and the um you know it was a trip because the first time that we saw him the public saw him was on that uh all around the world same song which was you know kind of like a party tune and then the very next time we saw him was on the song trapped which was the first release from his cd which was more of a you know political you know making a statement type of song and for me, it kind of um, it kind of blew me away that you had this cat who was able to express himself in both of those ways mm -hmm. and fully express himself in both of those ways. You know, I mean, when Tupac was talking about party and you knew there was a party going on, you uh -huh. could feel that party, you could see that party. It was lit. But when Tupac was talking about, you know... Um, Police brutality. When he was talking yeah. about police brutality, when he was Black talking women. about about you know the the gutting of the education system, yeah. when he was talking about these different things in his song, you felt that too. I mean, you really felt it, and yeah. you you saw it. He was um, really visual with his lyrics. You know, you could mm -hmm. you could picture exactly exactly. what he was talking about. There was no confusion. So. I can't really say that I have, like, one favorite song, but I can say I have a favorite genre of Tupac, and that was more of the political, you know, community-minded works that he was doing. Ooh, I like that. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, that one song, Trap, because that's 
what we're about to go and play mm. right up right yeah, now. We're going to get into a yeah. music break. And then, yeah. Y'all ain't going nowhere, is yeah. y'all? You still got chips out there, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We do got food out there. We got food and some more stuff. (laughs) Well. Yeah, so up next. Mm -hmm. In this prison of seclusion Happiness living on the streets is a delusion Even a smooth criminal one day must get away All I need is a jeep and somewhere safe to stay Kicking, thinking about what the streets do to me Cause they never talk peace in the black community All we know is violence, do the job in silence Off the city streets like a rat pack of tyrants Too many brothers, daily headed for the big pen To get coming out worse off than when they went in Over the years I've done a lot of growing up Get drunk, throwing up, cuffed up Then I said I had enough There must be another route Way out to money and fame I changed my name, played a different game Tired of being trapped in this vicious cycle If one more I just might go psycho And when I get a trap in my own community When only a lunatic would like to see a horse Yo, if you're smart, you really let me go cheap But keep me cooped up in this ghetto and catch the Uzi They got me trapped They got me trapped Trapped, can barely walk the city streets without a cop harassing me, searching me, then asking my identity. Hands up, throw me up against the wall, didn't do a thing at all. Telling you one day these suckers all cuffed up, throw me on the concrete. Coppers tried to kill me, but they didn't know this was the wrong street. But it's a shoot. I brutality. Who do you blame? It's a shame because the man's lame. He got caught in the chains of his own gang. How can I feel guilty after all the things they did to me? Sweated me, hunted me. Trapped in my own community One day I'm gonna bust Blow up on this society Why did you lie to me? I couldn't find a trace of equality Work me like a slave while they laid back Homie don't play that It's time to let them let us take back I'm trying to avoid physical contact I can't hold back It's time to as as They got me trapped You know they got me trapped Nah, they can't keep the black man down Now I'm trapped and walking from my getaway. All I need is a Jeep and somewhere safe to stay. Can't use the phone, cause I'm sure someone's tapping in. Been before, ain't scared to use my hat again. I look back in hindsight, the fight was irrelevant. But now he's the devil's friend. Too late to be telling him. He shot first, and I'll be damned if I run away. Homie is done away. I should have put my gun away. I wasn't thinking. All I heard was the ridicule. Welcome back to Full Circle on KPFA 94.1 FM. And that was Trapped by Tupac Shakur on his first album in 1991. Which went gold, by the way. Apocalypse. Apocalypse now. But, you know, we've been 
moving pretty fast and I just want to slow the pace a little bit and you know for those who are not really familiar with Tupac give a little you know little fact about him so Tupac Amaro was a South American revolutionary who led the indigenous revolt against the Spanish rule the revolutionary would be executed by his oppressor and Tupac Amaro means shining serpent, and Shakur means thankful to God in Arabic. So, and we're very thankful to have Tupac for the short amount of time that he was on this earth. Mm-hmm. The shining serpent that he was. Huh? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And his so, mother guided him with that revolutionary politics, mm-hmm. Panther Party affiliations. Right, right. God definitely had a plan for him, period. So, um, we're going to go into this next song. But before we go into this next song, Brenda Got a Baby. Um, Shaq. Yeah. This uh, is a song that you picked. So, why did you pick this song? Yeah, for me, this was one of my favorite songs. Like, this is Tupac at his peak, even though he was this was his first song. Or one of his first songs from the first album. Um, it paints a really great picture mm-hmm. of everything. Like, the music video itself is so good. I remember watching it. black the and white. Video. And then he's telling the story. And then he tells so many things in three minutes. Mm-hmm. Actually, two minutes, because he raps it in two minutes. Mm-hmm. And he tell, and he just tells a really great story. And uh, before we go into the song, I wanted to actually talk with Greg Bridges and just ask him a question. Like, what do you think is Tupac's lasting legacy? I think it depends on who, who you talk to. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tupac was a layered brother, you know, mm-hmm. so there were some folks that saw or that gravitated towards one layer and some folks that saw and gravitated towards another layer. And, you know, so I think it depends on who you talk to about his lasting legacy. I know um, Tupac is one of the two people that I think of now when I look at the political state of this country. You know, I, I, I think of Tupac and I think of Gil Scott Heron. I mean, because both of them were writers that reflected the times that they were living in, you know. And um, I always ask myself, man, with, with this joke of an administration that we have right now, you know, mm-hmm. what what would Tupac be writing right about, about, you yeah. know? What would Gil say now, you know? Um, and I, I actually, overall, I think Tupac's lasting legacy is just truth. Truth. What about you, Ricky? Uh, I, I I think he's a a role model for other people that go into hip hop and and they, they have to understand that you can't just be a one trick pony. You can't just say the same thing on twelve straight tracks. And Come on now, say, say that one more time for the people in the back. Say that one more time. You you, you can't just put the the same message out on every song and, and think that's going to fly. Right. Uh, you, you need to you need to have the courage to say uh, more things about you and, I, and, and how you see the world. And a lot of folks just get in one little shtick and, and somebody tells them that'll work and, and they don't try anything else. And, and Tupac had the courage uh, to show all the dimensions of, of who he is, which really was all the dimensions of our community. And that's why people love him so much. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the the new rappers in the game, you know, can definitely learn a lesson from that. You know, I feel like personally, everything is becoming oversaturated, like you said, with the message and everything. Nobody really wants to go go there, you know, and and I was one of the things that I really appreciate appreciate about Tupac. He went there and he didn't care what anybody else had to say, whether it was on black on black crime, whether it it was on uh, single parenthood, whether it was on police brutality you know 
you know, hell, even exposing people in the music industry. You know, he really he really went there and and told a message. And I think that's why we don't really have him no more. And, and I feel like we don't have that person to kind of fill the gap with him and his message. Uh, Kendrick, for a minute, was doing that type of thing. And I was loving uh, Kendrick Lamar's approach. Yeah. Um, you feel like he's a little too com- too commercial? Uh, he's not too commercial. He His style is... Uh, he's, he's a little more introspective and... Um, and that's that's good when you want to really think about things. But Tupac makes you want to uh, makes you want to act on. Makes you want to show do. Yeah. Show so, do. You know, he gets you fired up. Make me want to get my Malcolm X on. See, so that's another layer and another level that Greg was talking about. I mean, so Tupac is introspective, but then he's got that fire breathing side that uh, not everybody has. Other people fake that. Uh, but Tupac was was honest, and all of us have these dimensions in us. We have our our contemplative, you know, side of ourselves, and we have our hell raising side of ourselves, and, mm-hmm. and all those are, are natural. We should be proud of those. And uh, when you channel Tupac, you can connect to that. That's why it's interesting that a lot of people say they revere Tupac, but I don't see them really. St- Studying and getting digging into what you know was really making Tupac uh, uh, somebody special and trying to go there. Absolutely, absolutely. Radio Shack, that's introduced this new song. I mean, this this next song coming up. All right, let's get it started, baby. Brenda's got a baby. Tupac, let's go. can hardly spell a name. That's not our problem. That's up to Brenda's family. Well, let me show you how it affects our whole community. Now, Brenda really never knew her moms. And her dad was a junkie putting death into his arms. It's sad because I bet Brenda doesn't even know. Just because you're in the ghetto doesn't mean you can't grow. But oh, that's a fool. My own revelation. Do whatever it takes to resist the temptation. Brenda got herself a boyfriend. Her boyfriend was a cousin. Now let's watch the joy. And she tried to hide a pregnancy from a family who really didn't care to see or give a damn if she went out and had a church of kids. As long as when the check came, they got first dicks. Now Brenda's belly's getting bigger, but no one seems to notice any change in her figure. She's 12 years old, just she's having a baby. In love with the molester who's sexing her crazy. And yet, and also thinks that'll be with her forever. And dreams of a world with the two of them are together. Whatever. He left there and she had the baby solo. She had it on the bathroom floor and didn't know so. She didn't know what to throw away and what to keep. She wrapped the baby up and threw him in a trash heap. I guess she thought she'd get away with hear the cross she didn't realize how much the little baby had her eyes now the baby's in a trash he balling mama can't help her but it hurts to hear her calling 
window wants to run away. Mama say you're making me lose pay. And social work is here every day. Now Brenda's gotta make her own way. Can't go to a family, they won't let us stay. No money, no babysitter, she couldn't keep a job. She tried to sell crack, but ends up getting robbed. So now what's next? It ain't nothing left to sell. So she sees sex as a way of leaving hell. It's paying the rent, so she really can't complain. Prostitute fans, swing. Brent is the name, she's got a baby. Welcome back to Full Circle. This is All Eyes on Him, the Tupac Tribute Music Show. And we're on 94.1, and we got our brothers, Greg Bridges from Transitions on Traditions, and we got Ricky Vincent on the History of Funk, and we got Radio Shack, and myself, That Boy Media. And right now, we're just having conversations about Tupac, you know, throwing out some facts about Tupac, and that was Brenda's Got a Baby back in 91. And so now, what we about to get into? Poetry. Let's yeah. talk about his poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, this is another element of Tupac that not a lot of people talk about, is actually his love of literature. And, like, when he was young, he really was into, like, Shakespeare and, like, drama. Like, when growing up in 1718, going to, uh, to Baltimore High School, I believe, he, was, he, drove, he joined the drama club. He was all into, like, poetry and all that. And that kind of got his, like, thinking going mm -hmm. to me. Like, you can see him painting a picture with literature especially at 17 and 18 he was so i don't even know how to say it, like he was so already conscious of what's going on in the world at 17 and 18 that you can see that he was re that he was well read in a lot of literature and uh a book came out in about 99 called uh, the rose that grew from the concrete and it was a lot of his books or a lot of his poems that he's written about and uh we're actually going to play some of the some of the poems that he's written uh produced by me and uh Eric mm -hmm. And it's just gonna have a it's gonna have a few little produced pieces that me and him both did, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, I remember um, reading this book in the sixth grade. Yeah, and just was like, wow, like this is like crazy, like this is amazing, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm very familiar with this book. Yeah, like even yeah, like even for me in high school, I use it all the time. All right, y'all. Well, we're gonna get into some pieces. Let's go. The rose that grew from the concrete. Did you hear about the rose that grew from a crack in the concrete? Providing nature's law wrong, it learned to walk without having feet. Funny, it seems, but by keeping its dreams, it learned to breathe fresh air. Long live that rose that grew from the concrete, when no one else even cared. God, when I was alone and had nothing, I asked for a friend to help me bear the pain. No one came except God. When I needed a breath to rise from my sleep, no one can help me except God. When all I saw was sadness and I needed answers, no one heard me except God. So when I asked who I give my unconditional love to, look for no other name except God. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes when I'm alone, I cry because I'm on my own. The tears I cry are bitter and warm. They flow with life, but take no form. I cry because my heart is torn, and I find it difficult to carry on. If I had an ear to confide in, I would cry among my treasured friends. But who do you know that stops that long to help another carry on? The world moves fast and will rather pass you by than to stop and see what makes you cry. It's painful and sad, and sometimes I cry, and no one cares about why. If I fail, 
In my quest to achieve my goals, I stumble or crumble and lose my soul. Those that knew me would easily co-sign. There was never a life as hard as mine. No father, no money, no chance, and no guide. I only follow my voice inside. If it guides me wrong and I do not win, I'll learn from my mistakes and try to achieve again. Can you see pride in the panther? Can you see pride in the panther as he glows in splendor and grace? Toppling obstacles placed in that way of the progression of his race. Can you see the pride in the panther as she nurtures her young all along? The seed must grow regardless of the fact that it's planted in stone. Can you see pride in the panthers as they unify as one? The flower blooms with brilliance and now shines the rays of the sun. All right, y'all, that's 94.1, full circle, all eyes on him, the Tupac Music Tribute Show, and what you heard was some pieces from the roles that grew from the concrete, and that piece that I just did that was... Um, the uh, the poems can you see the panther mixed in uh, from an unreleased uh, rap from Tupac from old school on the Lauren Hill beat mm-hmm. and so Shaq uh, this is actually going to be a great part of the show because yeah. we're, we're we're towards the end unfortunately but we about to get in to another rapper who was kind of similar to Tupac in a way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it was Nipsey Hussle yeah we want to actually uh and this was important to us because we wanted to make sure that we paid homage to the rapper Nipsey Hussle who died earlier this year in March and he was a Grammy nominated rapper and he was just kind of on his way he was kind of on his peak to becoming something bigger and better um Greg and Ricky what are your thoughts on Nipsey Hussle before we get into this clip uh, I had great admiration for Nipsey Hussle because he seemed like he was uh, changing the game to a, a more conscious and a more uh, functional conscious level where he's doing right. things like Tupac, mm-hmm. backing up what he's saying uh, by what he's doing. And, and you know, he was building networks and, and this type of thing. I don't know if he was making movies like Above the Rim and stuff like that, <laughs> but... Um, you know, he, he was he was a role model, and that uh, you could tell when they had his funeral, and you had Louis Farrakhan come out, you had you know pop stars come out, you had all kinds of people, and that were that were uh, showing how big he was, even though the the industry wasn't really showing that when he was alive. What about you, Greg? I think <clears throat> I think that um, that brother was definitely. A community worker, you know, um, 
And of course, he was musically talented, but I think he was thinking far beyond that. You know, he was thinking about how to bring his community up, you know, how to bring folks around him up and in a real way, you know, how to provide jobs, how to how to create um, employment and through that employment, create um, economic stability, you know. So Mm -hmm. I'm one of the many that has plenty of admiration for the legacy of Nipsey Hussle, Um, you know, a true appreciator of what he was doing and one that wishes that he had more time to fulfill all that he was showing us. Absolutely. 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 Well, we're going to play this piece from CNN and it kind of, you know, gives a glimpse of, you know, Nipsey Hussle Mm -hmm. and the whole death. So let's get into that. This morning, fans and friends in mourning after the stunning murder of Grammy-nominated rapper Nipsey Hussle. The 33-year-old born Ermias Ashkadom shot dead outside his Los Angeles clothing store. Two other people wounded in that shooting. Overnight, police look for at least one suspect. In the time of crisis, we preach peace, but we also preach justice. Celebrities among those sharing their grief, including artists Rihanna and P. Diddy, NBA superstars LeBron James and Steph Curry, who weighed in during a post-game press conference. Definitely sad, sad, tragic event. Um, Obviously, send prayers to his family, his community. So this is 94.1 KPFA, and that was Nipsey Hussle. Up next, we also have another Nipsey Hussle piece, and also the last song of the night, Dear Mama. Your album, you, you talk about Tupac too, man. Tupac of this generation. Uh, what do you mean by that? And, and what is it about Tupac that that made him so great, in your opinion? You know what I mean? Um, well, I, you know, in that line, I said, um, "Red rose from the gray pavement." You know, blue pill in the effing matrix. You know, young black trapped and he can't change it. Know your genius, he just can't claim it because they left you no platform to explain it. So I was really just speaking to the intention of Tupac when I when I said Tupac of my generation. Mm-hmm. Pac spoke to the kids in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was trying to, in my opinion, I don't, I never had a convo with Pac, so I could be dead wrong. But from what I seen, he was trying to lead. You know, he was speaking to the struggle for real, not not the not the, you know, just fans of music. He was talking to the people in the struggle. And was like, you know, if you listen to what I'm saying, I'm going to walk you to where we in the direction we need to be. Hey, 
I see the penitentiary one day Running from the police, that's right Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside And even as a crack fiend, mama You always was a black queen, mama I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy Trying to raise a man, I know it ain't easy You always was committed A poor single mother on welfare Tell me how you did it, there's no way I can pay you back But the plan is to show you that I understand And that brings us to the end of tonight's show. Sad Man. face. Man. Please visit our website at kpfaapprentice.org for archive archive shows and also make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook to catch updates on the show and future shows and make sure to tune in next week and we'd like to thank our guests Greg Bridges and Ricky Vincent for coming on staying yeah, with yeah, us yeah, yeah, yeah. our executive producer Miss M our technical director Free Rolling Frank uh, our production consultant Joy Moore and on the board up, Miss Mari from Group 43, soon to be graduating soon. Dry Long she did Rising. great. She, she did, did amazing. a really great job. Thank you. And I would like to thank you for joining us tonight on Full Circle. Make sure to follow us on social media to get those updates. Yeah, make sure to tag Full Circle KPFA. Yep. We, and need, we need all the listeners that we can get. All of them. <laughs> I'm your host, Radio Shack. That Boy Media. Have a great weekend and stay tuned for La Onda Baita. Bye. Bye-bye.